Hi, this is Jalen for Dobbs, where tire buying is easy. At GoToDobbs.com, shop brands, sizes, pricing, and our amazing deals. With 40-plus locations, get same-day install. For tires, it's Dobbs. For deals you can use, click on GoToDobbs.com now. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hi, I'm Dan for Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers, here to share the easiest way to buy tires. Come to Dobbs. With the best tire brands and the biggest inventory, you'll get your tires the same day at the lowest price, guaranteed. Next time you need tires, get into Dobbs. We're talking blues hockey. It's the Joey Vitale Report on 101 ESPN. Brought to you by the Electrical Connection. When you need quality electrical work for your home or business, visit electricalconnection.org. Alongside Alex Ferrario and Tanner Hendrickson, I'm Brandon Kylie. It's BK and Ferrario on 101 ESPN. Alex, I saw a story yesterday from the New Yorker. And it was about a tiny microorganism. And I'm not kidding when I say over the last 24 hours, the only thing that I've wanted to do is talk about this with Joey Vitale. <laughs> I, I literally read about this and I was like, I got to get Joey's take on this. So right now we're going out to the Brown and Crippen I celebrity guarantee line. He's seen a documentary at least three or four times on it to be joined by blues analyst for 101 ESPN and just all around intellectual Joey Vitale. Joey, what's going on, man? Joey, Joey, oh Joey. I'm a little, I'm a little nervous. I'm a little nervous. I wasn't prepped for the microorganism speech or talk. I, I need to brush up on my skills. But what do you have? Okay, so here is the, like the crux of the story, Joey, and I want to get your thoughts on this because it, it made me think that the end is coming. Uh, oh, so geez. they found a, a this thing, a piece of frozen sediment, and a month later. A microscopic worm-like invertebrate was found crawling around inside, and this is after they they found this in the permafrost. It's part of the permafrost thaw, okay? In August, they decided to take this to a research laboratory, and the guy that was in charge of this said, quote, it's one thing for a simple bacteria to come back to life after being buried in the permafrost, but this creature has intestines, a brain, nervous cells, reproductive organs. We're clearly dealing with a higher order. Joey, they found out this thing based on all of the the carbon dating and whatnot is 24,000 years old. And it has yes, a sir. brain and nervous cells and intestines and reproductive organs and is alive because it was in the permafrost. What the hell's going on, man? What the hell's going on? Well, I'm going to tell you exactly what's going on. This is, this is why we're all still here on this earth, man. I was telling someone the other day this. This, this is great stuff. Uh, they're, they're talking about all this COVID stuff and vaccines and this, that, and the other. I mean, listen, I said, listen, stop right there. Stop it. He goes, he, he's like, he was, he was doom and gloom. I go, stop it. I go, listen, we've been on this earth. We've been walking around this earth for 300,000 years. I think the air conditioning, the heating systems and shelter that we have it today, it's like 100 years ago. I mean, think about that. 100 years ago, all this stuff, all, all these conveniences of being able to stay warm in the winter and staying cool in the summer, um, you know, uh, fresh water. I mean, that, that's another thing, right? People always say, you know, how, how has the life expectancy completely skyrocketed in the last 100 years? Number one, number one reason, healthy, clean water. 
right? Go to healthy, clean water. But even before then, before then, we've had uh, hundreds and hundreds of thousands of years with lack of clean water. I promise you I'm going to get back to all this in a, in a second. But um, the idea is that we have survived uh, throughout incredible, incredible, incredible odds. I mean, think about that for a minute. Just like this little microorganism, we were built to live. We were built to survive. And that's why I tell, you know, parents who, who go home with their first child, like, oh, hey, help me out, man. No, you just had a colony yourself. Like, I'm going on my first one. What, what do I do? I go, you really don't need to do too much. These things are built to live. And they kind of look at me like I got four heads. They're like, literally, you, you just, you know, keep them alive, feed them. But for the most part, they're going to survive probably with or without you anyway. And that's kind of the truth. Hey, you know, me, I'm a big sourdough baker. So the sourdough starter, that's the same thing. It's, it's microorganisms. All it is is bacteria built in and stuck in this goo of flour and water. Now, you can neglect that thing. I've neglected my sourdough starter for as long as probably like three weeks at a time. And it's got this like fuzzy, like clear, foamy crud on the top. And all I do, honestly, I'm like, oh, this thing's done. I, I totally abuse my starter. The colony is going to be so pissed at me, all this other stuff. It's never going to make bread again. I literally take out like a tablespoon of that thing and I refresh it within two days. Boom, it's back. Again, we, we were built to survive. It doesn't surprise me at all. I bet there's stuff out there that's like this all the time with brains and cells and spines and, and, and crazy, crazy stuff like that. So so BK, I have not read that story, but it does not surprise me um, absolutely one bit at all. By the way, if you're questioning what Joey said, uh, I, I can back that up. Joey's first words to me when, when we found out that we were having our first baby, Joey's like, hey, don't worry. They're built to live. Just just make sure you feed it and clean it and give it sleep, and you're good to go. The problem is this is the thing. Like the 1982 film with Kurt Russell, this is the thing. This is alien. It's, it's real life, though, Joey. I, I'm, alien. I'm terrified right now. I, I feel like we've got, we've got some real questions to be asked right now about yes we are built to survive but what about this 25,000 year old thing that is now coming to life in 2022 I don't know man this might be the thing that ends up being an issue for all Joey, of us tell Joey tell him to stop worrying about things that he can't control you know BK stop worrying about things you can't control I think, they, the only thing I've ever been freaked out about this year was those doggone cicadas that was a little con- concerning as well. No. Yeah, the hornets were a little bit tough. Yeah, but the cicadas, boy, they they, they really they were really heavy worry. Once once the cicadas moved on and hopped back into their seventeen years seventeen year sleep, I knew I knew we were good for the Joe, while. are you like me? You don't like cicadas? I am not a big cicada fan, but I do have a great memory of cicadas. I was, let's see, 17 years ago, do the quick math. I was sometime in, in grade school, late high school. And my dad, we had them all over the place. And I was too afraid to mow the lawn because they were flying around. So I got my paintball mask on. I got my, all my gear on. <laughs> and my dad wanted to make a point. So he literally started shaking this tree. And these things came out like the movie The Mummy, like <laughs> like ever, right? And we got our tennis rackets. And it was a uh, – it was uh, Let's just say it wasn't pretty at the Vitali household driveway as the tennis rackets were flying, my dad's bravery underneath the tree. Um, it kind of reminded that song, Beastie Boys, like, come on, y'all, it's a sabotage. Like, I feel like that song was playing over and over in my head as we were going, whoosh, 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 Joe, like, the, guts flying everywhere. This is outstanding. I promise we're going to get to hockey. This is outstanding. This was my first experience. No, okay. it is. I was 14 years old. Joe, my dad had made me stand under a tree for 20 bucks, and he took a wiffle ball bat, and he just hit the tree, and they went everywhere. Yeah, I'm telling you, man, it is so, that was so rewarding and so fun. Something about somebody just letting it out, you know what I mean? And then there's like this release. Like I was in a pool the other day and I was kind of freaked out a little bit. Cause you ever see that movie Grown Ups where they go pee in the pool and it turns yes. blue? Yeah. You know what I'm talking about? So ever since I've seen that scene, I've always been so nervous to go pee in the pool. So I'm like, you know what? I really got to go. I got my little one here. I don't want to drag him out of the pool. He's going to freak out and hit me and throw a temper tantrum. So I did, I did the thing. I did the manly thing. I, I let it go. I let it rip. Yeah, we've all been there. We've all been there. And guess what? It wasn't didn't turn blue, so I felt really good about myself. <laughs>
Joey, I don't think the turning blue is the thing that should uh, disincentivize you from peeing in the pool. <laughs> no, it should it totally be the whole should. swimming in your own urine, no. I feel like. No? Listen, listen. We all know everyone does it. Everyone's doing it. It's like the cool thing. Like, everyone's doing it, Mom. It's like the streaking from old school. Come on, honey. Everyone's doing it. Frank, get in the car. Okay. You know? <laughs> oh, this is phenomenal. So, Joey, um, I'm not sure exactly what the best way to transition is. I'm not good enough at my job to do that, but what are you expecting from the Blues tonight against the Calgary Flames? It's like peeing in the pool. Well, yeah, it almost is like peeing in the pool. You got a relief that you're playing the exact same team back-to-back, so you can kind of right this ship. The Blues are built to survive. How do they survive tonight against a Flames team that had 60 shots on net last night, Joey? So what they did the other night, BK, I'm going to help you out with this transition. They were sleeping like that organism was sleeping for 24,000 years. Okay, They slept for 24,000 seconds, wherever that game ended up being and now they're back and now they want some vengeance no i mean listen um this isn't this isn't a um, storybook this isn't um we're not making a movie here we don't need to make a mountain out of a mole here where they're all pissed off and fired up they're gonna get back at the calorie plane it's not really like that listen guys it's a long season i'll just give you a player's perspective it's a long season and you know what at the end of the night i guarantee you after they kind of shook it off and got the plane got home they looked at it it was like a two out of two out of three road trip you grab four out of the six points it's a good road trip but it's a long season. It's a long season. They know that. And you look at they're over halfway through the season, and they have never been blown out. I mean, think about that for a minute. That, that, that is a crazy stat, and that's a crazy thing to think. They've never been blown out. You never thought that they're not going to come back and win that game. And that was probably the first game of the season to do that. Now, if you make it through halfway through the season, and you can say that about yourself, I tell you, it's a, it's a pretty good thing. This is a, it's a team built around uh, just a lot of pride, a lot of veterans. Guys, it's an optional this morning at the rink. I'm down at the Enterprise Center, and, and guys like Ryan O'Reilly, first one on the ice, you know, players like Braden Shen, you know, going out there and getting work done. This is a team that has a lot of pride. they got a great leadership group, and it's a matter of just going back out there and just getting back to the fundamentals of what, what made you so successful, especially on home ice. I think Billy Huso, of course, I think is going to get the start here tonight. He's kind of riding that hot hand, so I think they're going to lean on that and have confidence in that that he's playing very well and go out there and just give his home crowd something to cheer about. And I think it's going to be, I think surprisingly, people are going to be surprised by how, how well the Blues come out and play tonight. I think it's going to be a great game. CBK, the transition would have been the Blues need to be like Joe in a pool and not be worried about people seeing that you're peeing and it, just let it go. And that's what the Blues yeah. are going to do with this one. Okay. Bleed, bleed, bleed blue and pee blue. Those are, <laughs> that, that should be words to live by here in St. Louis. <laughs> Joe, one question I did have for you. If so many people are talking about the Bennington dynamic of not playing and trying to get his confidence back, I am curious. You've been in the locker room with guys like this before. You know, maybe somebody who um, has been struggling in between the pipes. Do, do teammates say anything to Jordan Bennington or do they just kind of let him go about his business? You know, I think I think Benny is, is kind of one of those guys that you just kind of let him let him kind of do his thing. You know, that's kind of his personality, and you know that you can take comfort in that that you don't need to try to manufacture anything kind of anything kind of phony or false fronted. Where hey, buddy, you're going to be all right. Like he, you know him, and he he's not about that. And, and players, of course, know that too. This is this is one of those situations where you have a goaltender that that, that is not playing his best, but also the team takes it upon their shoulders as well. I mean, you look at some of those goals last game, for example, I, I don't, I don't think Felix Potvin and Curtis Joseph together could have made some of those saves, uh, especially the ones where his defensemen are running into him. I mean, it, it, yes, I'm not, I'm not making excuses for him. I think he'd be the first to tell you that, that he, he needs to be better and he will be better, but also we got to put a lot of blame here on this team. And the team does take ownership for the sloppiness that we saw a couple nights ago. I mean, the good news, and, and I say this over and over because it really is just the truth that with Jordan, he's a player, he's a personality, 
that he just bounces back. I mean, he's been he's been told he was way worse. He's had worse games than this. He's had worse stretches than this. And he's had those stretches in worse leagues than this, whether it be the East Coast League or the American Hockey League. I mean, you know, going from uh, losing 7-1, to let's say, in Calgary, and you hop on a private jet to get home in the National Hockey League. Imagine, imagine doing that in the American Hockey League when you're leaving, you know, uh, with, whether it be Abbotsford or you're leaving going leaving Norfolk and you got a 13-hour bus drive. I mean, this kid's been through a lot, and that's where you have to lean on the struggles and how you've built built yourself up through the adversity in the past to really lean on those moments in moments like this because he is built he's built tough and he's built to kind of have that persistence moving forward that although things are not going to be perfect he will have a bounce back I think it's really great from a team standpoint that Billy Huso is playing so well I think it does take even more pressure off him people would say oh does it add more pressure to him that now he's being a second guy I said no I, I actually don't think so because if you don't have a backup then the pressure is really on so I think the fact that you have a good backup has really kind of taken a little bit of release off of Jordan's shoulders. And I know we're only a couple of games away from this break. And it really could be just a situation where he just needs to kind of get some time away and kind of get with his goaltender coach and kind of work some through, work through some things. And I think we will see uh, the goalie that we want and love so much um, pretty soon when he comes back. Final question that I've got from you, for you, Joey. Uh, we talked a lot about Matthew Kachuk in the offseason, and now we've seen him both a couple of nights ago, and we'll see him again tonight. He's unbelievable. Just an, an outstanding player, one of the best young guys in the sport right now. Hell, one of the best players in hockey. I am curious, with what we've seen this year from Kairou, Buchnevich, Barbashev, Thomas, I, I felt like coming into the year it almost felt necessary for the blues to make a big move like that in next off season to be able to keep this thing trending in the right direction. Have those young guys stepping up their performance this year and Buchnevich, I mean, being everything the blues could have asked for. And then some has that changed how necessary it is for the blues to go out and make a move like that, where if it is going to cost a ton, maybe you don't have to go out there and get a Kachuk. Yes, I, I think it does change a lot. Um, you know, you look at the top score, you look at all the leaders right now on this team, whether it be, you know, points in Cairo or goals in Cairo, and then you got Buchnevich, even Barbashev, third, third right behind uh, Cairo and Buchnevich. Um, and then you got the Saads, right? So uh, Thomas is trailing as well. So I mean, think about that for a minute. With the young guys of Thomas and Cairo and Barbashev, and then you got the new additions of Buchnevich and Saab. The the, the the leaders from a production standpoint have changed. I mean, you talk about changing the guards. I mean, it was just last year, guys, we were looking at O'Reilly, Perron, Shen. You know what I mean? It was, it, it's amazing to think that now the young guys and these new acquisitions have really kind of taken over this team for, from a very consistent basis. Now, it's not taking anything away from those Perrons and Shens and, and O'Reilly's because they're certainly there and they're doing things they're helping to contribute, not to mention they both all three of those guys have dealt with some injuries and COVID at, at some at some point, but you you can't you can't shy away from the fact that this team is starting to kind of turn in a new direction with with the with the core group of guys. And I think you still always need those veterans. But from a production standpoint, you have to say that we have a lot of young young great guys, young um, draft picks that have come up and, and started to play very very big. I mean. Uh, BK, that's that's the forward side, but look at look at the defensive side. I mean, I was sitting up here a couple couple months ago thinking, is, do the Blues need to go out and try to find a defenseman? Are they one strong defenseman short? Well, I mean, I think they have pretty much given the reins to Nico Mikula and said, you know, give it a shot, buddy. Let's let's see what you got. I mean, the, the deadline's three months away or whatever it was at the time. You've been scratched, but you're big, you're strong, you care, you're heavy on pucks, and you, you defend well. So we're going to throw in this top pair, and we're going to see how you do with Colton Pareko. So before we go out and we grab somebody. Let's see what we have here with this kid. And I think that aside from that last game where he was a hard dash, I think dash four or five, I think besides that, I think he's been very good back there. Now, the big question is going to become, can he be that top pair of defense in the Blues knee down the stretch of a playoff run? 
And that, that is still to be seen as well as all these young fours up front as well. He's Joey Vitale. He, we absolutely love having him on the show, whether it's to be talking about microorganisms that are 24,000 years old or to talk about the blues and break it down as well as anybody can. Or Joey in the pool. We always appreciate the time, man. Thanks for hopping on and enjoy the, the game tonight. Hey, thanks, fellas. You guys have a great day. Geico asks, how would you love a chance to save some money on insurance? Of course you would. And when it comes to great rates on insurance, Geico can help. Like with insurance for your car, truck, motorcycle, boat, and RV. Even help with homeowners' or renters' coverage. Plus, add an easy-to-use mobile app, available 24-hour roadside assistance, and more, and GEICO is an easy choice. Switch today and see all the ways you could save. It's easy. Simply go to GEICO.com or contact your local agent today.